Hey, Christian Sex Ed listeners, this is Dane Frager, founder and author of number one best-selling book, Christian Sex Ed, which is available everywhere online. So today we're going to be answering the question, how far is too far when you are not married? So we're going to cover it all from kissing to sex. But first, we're going to start out with sex, because for the most part, believers understand that sex outside of a husband and wife is too far and sin. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 1 through 2, make it pretty clear that sex is reserved for only the husband and his wife. I'm going to go ahead and read you that passage. It says this, Now concerning the things about which you wrote, it is good for a man not to touch a woman, but because of sexual immoralities, each man is to have his own wife and each woman is to have her own husband. So first, this passage is telling us a couple things. One, that the members of the church of Corinth, which was the church that the apostle Paul planted, had questions for Paul regarding sex. Second, it tells us that someone from that church reported to Paul that people were having sex outside of marriage. It was this information that led the apostle Paul to inform them that a man should not have sex with a woman outside of marriage. However, since this was happening, Paul says that each man should have sex with his own wife and each woman should have sex with her own husband. In this instruction to the church of Corinth, Paul calls all sex outside of marriage sexual immorality. So he's really making it clear for us that the only way to have sin-free sex is for it to be with your one spouse of the opposite sex. That is God's perfect plan. By the way, sex when done God's way is a great thing. God created it for the populating the earth and also for the husband and wife's enjoyment. So, uh, because most couples understand that sex outside of marriage is a sin, there's some controversy that remains around the acts of foreplay that lead up to sex. Some of those acts include mutual masturbation, which is when a man fingers a woman, or when a woman gives a man a handjob. It can also be when they perform these acts on themselves while the other is present. Another act of foreplay is dry humping, which is when two people imitate the movements of sex on each other. This act can be done with or without clothes, but it does not involve any sexual penetration. Other acts of foreplay include kissing and, you know, licking the stomach, breast, abs, and other areas of the body. And lastly, a popular act of foreplay is oral sex, which is when a man or woman uses their mouth on the other person's genitals for sexual pleasure. So the question is, are these acts okay to do while dating? My answer is no. They are all sin while dating. And here are the three reasons why. First, Galatians chapter 5 verses 19 says this. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Lasciviousness is translated from the Greek word asogeia. J.A. Steyer, which is a Bible scholar and an expert Greek translator defines asogeia as unchaste handling of males and females, unchaste as an impure or sexual. This is the kind of touch that leads to sexual arousal or touching someone in a sexual manner targeting their genital area. That word alone would consider mutual masturbation, dry humping, uh, body and breast kissing, and oral sex as sins outside of marriage. Uh, for more elaboration on oral sex, we have a video 
addressing the question, is oral sex a sin before or during marriage? Uh, scroll through our videos and you can find that video. Now, secondly, and to take it a step further, when you look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 19, the Apostle Paul categorizes these different types of sexual sin. First, he calls out adultery, which is sexual intercourse outside of marriage by one or both parties. Second, he condemns fornication, which is sexual intercourse between two people that aren't married to each other. Third, he rebukes uncleanness, in which he's covering lustful or sensual impurities. And lastly, he mentions lasciviousness, which covers all other areas of sexual sins. That's foreplay, mutual masturbation, oral sex, dry humping, etc. And I don't believe it's by coincidence that he separates all four of these sins when dealing with sexual sin. I think he really did this so that he can cover all areas of sexual sin and make it really well known and clear to us as believers of what's not okay to do when you're not married. And then the third reason why these acts are sin um, and what makes the acts of foreplay sinful before marriage is sinful lust. Broadly defined, lust is a very strong desire for someone or something, generally of a sexual nature. That definition doesn't completely capture the lust that the Bible condemns. If you look in Job 31 and 1, Proverbs 6 and 25, Matthew 5 and 28, Romans 1, 26 through 27, and the sinful lust that the Bible warns us against can be defined as the sexual coveting or objectification of someone that you are not married to. Additionally, sexual desires become sinful lust when they willfully manifest through the eyes, imaginations, thoughts, actions, and the heart with the intent to gain sexual gratification. In other words, the only person that you can willfully think about or look at in a way that brings you sexual gratification is your spouse of the opposite sex. It's going to be quite the challenge, if not impossible, to engage in foreplay without thinking about the person in a way that brings you sexual satisfaction. Therefore, we can conclude that sinful lust makes foreplay a sin. I also want to throw this out there. Sinful lust also makes sexting a sin as well. God has reserved all sexual activity for the husband and wife. Now, let's talk about one more aspect of physical intimacy before marriage, and that's going to be kissing. I recently surveyed thousands of followers on my page regarding this topic. About 70% of the followers believe that kissing or pecking is okay while dating. About 49% believe that making out is also okay while dating. Here are my thoughts. I totally understand why so many people desire to kiss the person they're dating. It's human nature um, to feel a special connection with someone and to desire some form of physical intimacy. The question is, do you have enough self-control to stop yourself from going any further? Personally, if my wife and I were dating again, I could see myself still giving her a kiss. A little peck would not phase me or bother me. However, I don't think I could handle a full-blown making out session with tongue and all. That probably would have tempted me and led maybe led to more. Now, I do know some people who say they can make out without feeling a thing and not being tempted. But I also know a lot of people that say they cannot. Personally, I would not recommend full-blown making out because of that. And I also think that 
it can easily lead to more. Nevertheless, I'll leave that between you and God and the person that you're dating. But I also want to leave you with this. If kissing is causing you to stumble or sinfully lust, per the definition I gave you earlier, then stay away from it. It's essential that both of you dating know your limits, communicate them to each other, and if you two can't handle a kiss, come up with creative ways to display your affection that doesn't have to involve all the kissing. Now let's go over the list of what's too far while unmarried. First we have sex, then we have mutual masturbation, we have dry humping, we have oral sex, anal sex, all acts of foreplay, sexing, and for some of you, you may not be able to handle the making out and stuff if sinful lust is involved while doing it. And the last thing I want to kind of throw out there for this podcast is that sexual desires, attractions, temptations, and arousals are not sin. Those are natural feelings that God has designed our bodies to have. However, if those feelings aren't stewarded by God's word, and if you obtain sexual satisfaction from them outside of marriage, it is sin. And if you want to know more about these topics, check out chapter 106, Forbidden Lines in Christian Sex Ed. It covers all of this and much more when it comes to sex and dating. Hey, well, I want to thank you all for tuning in today. I hope that this conversation blessed you. Please like and subscribe. And if you have any other questions, don't hesitate to DM us and we will do our best to answer them. We'll see you next week.